This is Weekly Dose of Wellness, brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. Here's Deborah Howell. Welcome to the show. This is your Weekly Dose of Wellness. I'm Deborah Howell, and today's guest is Angie West, the Director of the Stroke Center and Division of Interventional Neuroradiology Program at Long Beach Memorial. She's responsible for developing educational programs and stroke competencies to educate employees, patients, and their families about stroke, risk factors, and secondary stroke prevention. Welcome, Angie. Thank you so much. Welcome. Um, It's nice to be here. It's wonderful to have you. And, you know, a lot of people still don't know that regularly drinking large amounts of alcohol really greatly increases a person's risk of stroke. So today we're going to try to get some good information out about how we can help prevent this. That sounds good. Thanks. Let's start from the beginning. What exactly is a stroke? Well, a stroke happens in your brain, and it it happens when an area of your brain uh, doesn't get blood supply, uh, which and the blood supply carries oxygen and glucose. So your brain can't do without oxygen or glucose or the sugar. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a blocked artery and blood can't get to an area of your brain, then that would be considered a stroke. Or if you have an artery in your brain that ruptures, that would also be considered a stroke. Okay. So any any part of your brain that doesn't get oxygen or glucose that would be considered a stroke. I love it. You put it right in a nutshell and make it so easy to understand. Now, research shows that drinking large amounts of alcohol can greatly increase a person's risk of having a stroke. And why is that? Well, I actually did a little extra research on this last night. And, Mm -hmm. and it, it, what it, what alcohol does is, is it actually increases your blood pressure, which is a huge risk factor or a huge reason for people to have strokes. So drinking large amounts of alcohol increases your blood pressure, and and that's a, a big risk factor for having a stroke. It also makes your blood thinner, mm-hmm. and so when your blood is thinner um, it, and you you're have high blood pressure, it increases your risk for a hemorrhagic stroke or bleeding into the brain. So that's actually the worst kind of stroke, and it increases your risk for that one. I'm supposing a lot of people listening are thinking, okay, what is a large amount for women, and what is a, mar- a large amount of alcohol for men? Well, I, uh, I, the American Heart Association is where I'm going to I'm referencing this information, and they recommend uh, one or two drinks a day for a man mm-hmm. and only one drink a day for a woman. I don't understand what the reasoning is for men getting to have an extra drink, but that's <laughs> what they recommend. So unfair. Um, it is unfair. <laughs> um, and one drink equals uh, 12 ounces of beer or four ounces of wine or an ounce and a half of some or other kind of hard liquor. So, mm. you know, my wine glass is a pretty big wine glass. That's that what I was going to say. Yeah, I don't you, get a whole glass of wine. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You know, and in restaurants, sometimes they have these huge red wine glasses, right. and we're not really aware that we're probably getting a glass and a half. Right, right. <laughs> so it's a, it's a pretty small amount, and and actually the American Heart Association allows that once a day, so that's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, in the research, it actually does show that Small amounts of alcohol in moderation, like those amounts, um, can actually help your risk for stroke. So very small amounts of alcohol are a good thing. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean if you're not a drinker to go out and start drinking. Right. But small amounts of alcohol um, are okay. But it's the large amounts that are not okay. And yeah. just as a caveat, you can't save them up during the week. 
and drink them all on the weekend. That doesn't work either. <laughs> because people are, humans are humans. They're going to they do don't. what they can, right? <laughs> Absolutely. We'll try and rationalize to work it out. Of yeah. Course. So, so you're a guy and you've got the guys over on the couch and you're cracking the beers and, you know, I mean, maybe there are some tips that you can share, you know, to help people cut back on their alcohol intake. Well, I, there are a few tips and I did a little bit of extra research on this one as well. Um, one of the things, and I joked with my husband about this last night, was look at the cost-benefit analysis on, on the drinking. Because, um, <laughs> you know, depending on what you like to drink, think of how much money you're spending on, right. on the alcohol and whether that's really what you want to spend your money on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of the other ideas were to set a goal and, and try and decrease your alcohol each day and set a goal while you're not drinking as to how much you would like to reduce your drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, add it in, add the fact that your alcohol intake is a risk for stroke, uh, and then look at what your other risk factors are, which I know we're going to talk about in a minute, but do you really want to throw in that extra risk factor that can cause the stroke when it's something that's very controllable? Right, and preventable. And, yeah, and then one of the other, the last things is um, a lot of people use use drinking as a stress or coping mechanism mm-hmm. um, and there's many other things that can go that can help deal with your stress and you know increase your exercise uh, eat healthy avoid stress if, if, as best as you can um, one thing that somebody actually suggested which I thought was great is if you're a beer drinker or even a wine drinker make sure you drink a full glass of water in between every right. every glass or, or, or uh, you know glass of alcohol and that yep. will help um, decrease your intake. That'll so. take you to the end of the football game. And, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> also, I'd li- cut it in half. if I may, I'd like to add something. Um, sure. You know, they have such great, like Buckler beer now is a wonderful tasting non-alcohol beer. So if you you still want to be with the guys and do the peer thing, you know, just the, the non-alcoholic beers are wonderful these days. And there's yes. even some non-alcoholic wine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very good suggestion. So let's talk about uh, some of those other stroke risk factors that people should be aware of. Well, uh, I mentioned the hypertension, and that's probably one of the uh, one of the worst risk factors or the worst causes for stroke. And there's so many people that don't even know that they have high blood pressure. Right. And the people that do know that they have high blood pressure and are going to the physicians to treat their high blood pressure don't monitor it, don't never reach the goal of not having high blood pressure. They'll be on two or three meds and it still runs a little bit high. We really need to be very aggressive about getting our blood pressure under control. Right. Uh, second risk factor, our reason that would cause stroke is cholesterol. And it builds up in your vessels, um, in your arteries. That plaque builds up in your arteries. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned when you have a stroke, it's the arteries that are feeding your brain, and as that plaque builds up in those arteries, the vessel gets smaller and smaller until it closes off altogether. Right. So we can control our cholesterol by how we eat and how um, how much we exercise. Uh, diabetes is another cause for stroke, and mm-hmm. diabetes is one of those, you can't cure it, but what you can do is keep your blood sugar under control. And so if, if someone is a diabetic, um, they just need to keep their blood sugar lower. If 
your blood sugar, if you walk around with a high blood sugar as a diabetic, mm-hmm. uh, it causes your blood to be thicker and stickier, mm-hmm. and it also damages the inside of the vessels. And so, um, you know, you partner that up with the cholesterol and high blood pressure, which damages the vessels. You're just building every risk factor that you have just builds it increases your risk for the stroke. Right. And let me just stop you there. On, mm-hmm. on the diabetes front, wine versus beer, beer has a lot less sugar than wine, correct? It does. Um, you know, the thing with a diabetic is it's about choices. And so if you prefer wine, then you build it into your carb counts and your sugar counts for the day. Mm-hmm. And so you can you can manipulate what you eat in order to get what you want, uh, you know, in, enjoy what you want, if you will, and and still be able to control it. But yes, okay. wine has more sugar, but okay. the, the beer has a ton of carbs, and the carbs, right, those carbohydrates turn to sugar. So okay, yeah, all right. Um, now, if someone is at high risk for a stroke, what should they do? Well, you control the things that you can control, which I, I mentioned most of them. Um, you know, like the if. During, you know, our topic today is, is lowering your alcohol intake to reduce stroke. If you're a diabetic, then keep your blood sugar down. When you go to the doctor and your blood pressure is high, tell you, you need to find out where your blood pressure should be and then have a blood pressure cuff at home and check it every few days or once a week. Okay. You need to be, take ownership of your own body and control the things that you can control. The one that's the, ma- the the magic to control everything is exercise. So healthy eating and exercise will control most of the risk for stroke. Just eat eat healthy and in, in, in um, you know small amounts, and you eat lots of fruits and vegetables. Just follow a very basic healthy diet and exercise every day. Mm-hmm. Um, don't smoke. Smoking is a huge risk factor for for uh, a stroke and and control your blood pressure. Uh, you can you can pretty much prevent most strokes. American Heart Association says 80% of the strokes uh, could be prevented. That's 80% is, wow. is just huge. That's staggering. It, yeah, it really is. And and those 80% that can be are usually from the the people that have strokes from not controlling these things that are controllable. Okay. And then they have strokes. And then speaking of strokes, we need to just quickly go over the signs of stroke. Well, that's easy. If you think be fast for stroke, okay, so the the first BE, the B is for balance, and that is if you have a stroke in your cerebellum in the back of your brain that controls your balance. Mm-hmm. So you can remember B is for balance. E is for eyes, and if you have a stroke in your occipital lobe, again, towards the back of your brain, you can have blurred vision or double vision or visual field cuts, mm-hmm. so any kind of problems with your eyes. And then fast is facial droop, and the A is arm or leg, weakness or numbness, and it's usually on one side of the body. Speech is the S, so speech difficulties, either difficulty speaking or understanding speech. And the T is for time. Um, I really want everybody to understand out there that there are things we can do to reverse your stroke if you get to the hospital fast enough. So many people uh, have stroke signs, and there's no pain involved, and they'll go and lay down and take a nap. Right. And if 
that happens when they wake up, they've had a massive stroke, a long time has gone by, and there's not much we can do when they come to the hospital. Okay. You have any of these signs, think be fast for stroke, so balance, eye problems, facial droop, arm or leg weakness or numbness on one side of the body, speech problems, and then the 911 is pick up the phone and call 911 and, and take an ambulance, tell them you're having a stroke. And in L.A. and Orange County, they will take you to a stroke center. They, the yep. ambulances know yep. where the stroke centers are, and they'll take you to a stroke center. Time is brain. Time is brain. You are okay. absolutely right. So, Angie, where can people call to get more information on the stroke program and support groups available at Long Beach Memorial? Well, the main line to call here at Long Beach Memorial is for the stroke program is 562-933-4006. That actually is a direct line to my office. And if anyone were to call in, I could get them whatever it is that they need. If they want information on stroke, they want um, further education, they want support group information, anything that they would need, um, I would be able to mail it out or give you the information over the phone. Can't ask for more than that. Thank you so much, Angie, for coming on the show today. We really learned a lot. Well, my pleasure. I I appreciate the opportunity to get the word out to people, and it might save lives. Uh, Let's crossing fingers or or prevent stroke. Now, to learn more, to listen to a podcast of this show, please visit memorialcare.org. I'm Deborah Howell. Join us again next time as we explore another weekly dose of wellness. Have yourself a fantastic day, and be fast.